Welcome to the True North Collective Podcast. True North metaphorically means your true center. If you follow Christ, then your true north is the direction that leads you to the heart of God. This podcast is about navigating through youth ministry, culture, parenting, dating, marriage, and all that life has to offer, navigating through those topics in the direction that lands at the heart of God. And now for your host of True North. What up, everybody? Again, thank you for lending me your ears, your heart, and your mind. Let's get into it. So if you didn't know this about me, my ultimate favorite sport is basketball. Yes, basketball. All right, and we have the bubble games going on, the playoffs. Um, you know, COVID-19 has struck in, but still, we still have some sports going on. So hallelujah for that. All right, so what I want to highlight is um, right now, uh, well, actually, the other night, not sure when you'll listen to this, but uh, I'm about to make a point. But before I make a point, let me uh, let me give you the story. So the Portland Trailblazers, led by their star player, Damian Lillard, they annihilated the Lakers. Yes, I said the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, they kind of have this this one... You know, this one bum named uh, LeBron James. You probably never heard of him, you know. Yes, LeBron James. And the whole team. Game one. Everybody's like, oh, Damian Lillard, it's the best. He's the GOAT. He should be the logo. Hashtag Damian Lillard, new logo, NBA logo. Fun fact, if you don't know who the NBA logo is, it's actually Jerry West. Anyways, time back in. So I uh, got all these hashtags. Even Kenny Smith was uh, reported saying that, you know, Damian Lillard um, had deeper range than Steph Curry. How dare you? Which, how dare he ever say that? Another fun fact, if you didn't know, I'm a huge Steph Curry fan. I was a Golden State Warriors fan when I was in high school back when they had uh, Baron Davis, Steven Jackson, Monte Ellis, um, and, so many, and so many others. So I've always been a, a, a Warriors fan, but Steph Curry, like Steph Curry, if Steph Curry were to go to any other team, I'm going to become, I will cheer for that team. Why? Because I just absolutely love Steph Curry on the court and especially off the court, man. Like I pray to God I get to meet him one day. I really do. Um, and I pray my kids get to meet him. That's yeah, that'd be powerful. Anyways, so everybody's saying all this stuff, right? Right, so game two comes along, and guess what? Damian Lillard gets hurt in game two. Lakers go to annihilate the Trailblazers. And when I was sitting at the red light this morning on my way to work, I was thinking about this. And usually, the way my podcast, the recording works, I, you know, I'm given an idea, I take notes on it for about 24 hours, write it out, everything I want to say, different things that maybe highlight include uh, different quotes or whatever, and then 24 hours later, I record it. What you are getting is raw, uncut, had this idea, pulled out my laptop, pulled out my mic, and went to work. So I had this idea sent at the red light. So the Trailblazers' greatest strength just happened to be also their greatest weakness. I was like, wow, like how... Is that the same for everybody, not just teams, but for you, the individual? For me, is my greatest strength, the thing that I consider like I can do with my eyes closed. 
Is that also my greatest weakness? And what I mean by that is, here's how you know if your greatest strength is your greatest weakness. Please pay attention. Are you still you without the greatest thing that you do? Mm. Hey, no notes, by the way. All off the dome, all right? Brush off the dome. But are you still you even if you can't do the thing that you do best? Like, are you a multifaceted person? Is there, other, is there other abilities that you bring to the table? Is there other hobbies that you do? Is there other um, traits or characteristics or ideas? Or, um, you know, or are you just a one-trip pony? You know, we all know those one-hit wonders. This is Mambo number five. The problem with one-hit wonders is their ceiling is the roof. So within them, there's no capacity to evolve, transform, and grow. Like, what you see is all that you will ever get. I don't want people to look at my life and, and be disappointed because, oh, man, he could have did this, could have did that, but kind of just faded out. So is your greatest strength your greatest weakness? Spoiler alert, God did not create any one thing to serve one purpose. Let that marinate. God never created any one thing or one person to serve only one purpose. You take a tree, for example. I was thinking about this as I was driving. Trees serve many purposes. Like, think just, we're not, I'm not going to list them, but you think of all the different purposes a tree serves. Okay, I may list a couple. Obviously, paper is made from trees, all right? Nobody writes checks anymore, but still, paper is very valuable, all right? Money, hey, there we go. Um, trees serve as a home to wildlife. Trees serve as firewood. Trees serve uh, to help um, produce oxygen in the environment. I mean, there's so many more, obviously, uses for trees. But no one thing, no one person was created to serve only one purpose. Therefore... Within you is the capability to not be a one-trick pony. Within you is the capability, the capacity to have to be able to bring more than one thing to the table. Question is, are you putting all your eggs in one basket? And then if life happens and you're not able to contribute in that area, will you fade away? Will you fall out? Will those that are dependent on you, will they suffer because you cannot do the one thing that you do successful? You know, obviously, Damian Lillard got injured. And guess what? We got to see that the Trailblazers' greatest strength turned out to be the greatest weakness because all their heads were in that one basket. Yes, they had other players that can play on the team that were on the court shooting, trying to rebound, trying to steal the ball, trying to do all these things. But at the end of the day, like, <laughs> it just didn't happen. They got blown out. And as much as I love my boy Steph Curry, the Golden State Warriors, we have seen this season that um, their greatest strength, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, is also their greatest weakness. Without those two, they are nothing. They are garbage. But it's okay. But for you, there's there is there are so many people dependent on you. That should be more than a mo enough motivation, I would think, for you to realize, okay. 
I need to make sure not that I'm not investing everything I have into one platform, one basket. Now, a few episodes before I said don't be like a Swiss Army knife. Don't spread yourself so thin that you find yourself running into other lanes that have um, that already have a high traffic number in them. But at the same time, it can't hurt to branch out and add two more things to your repertoire. Two more skills to your to your Batman tool belt. You know? So there's a, there's an author um, named Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. Also, this person was an aviator. And here's a famous quote by them. If you want to build a ship, don't drum up the people to gather wood, divide the work, and give orders. Instead, teach them to yearn for the vast, endless sea. Say that again. If you want to build a ship, don't drum up the people to gather wood, don't divide the work, and don't give orders. Instead, teach them to yearn for the vast, endless sea. Basically, what does this mean? It means you have to pour vision into people. My pastor says it all the time. You have to pour vision into people. The easiest way to do this is start with the why. Don't always start with the what in conversations. Start with the why. Start with why you need this task done. Start with why this this particular thing is so important to the company or so important to your family or so important to the ministry or so important to whatever, whoever. And then insert the what. You know, one of my favorite verses is Proverbs 29, 18. It says, where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint. You think about it, without guardrails around a corner, around a curve, the probability of a car running off a cliff becomes higher. Restraint, perimeters, or parameters, however you want to pronounce that. Guardrails, bumpers. All those things are associated with vision. years later an update on Brianna Taylor um, still the officers have not been arrested um, more um, more publicity about this incident um, this injustice is blowing up um, even celebrities have taken hold of this and like you know really putting it out there but what does that have to do with you well why not have a conversation with your coworkers about this? Not and and go in with the premise of I'm not trying to win the argument. I don't even want to argue. Just I would like to have a conversation with them and be like, "Hey, so did you know that they haven't arrest they have not arrested the officers that killed Brianna Taylor?" What? No. Yeah, they haven't. I mean, just it's be nice to make, you know, more people aware, people that are in our sphere of influence. You know, I, 
<clears throat> I've heard people complain about what the NBA is doing currently with the whole Black Lives Matter um, merch. I'll be honest, I love it. I love seeing the team bus with the big decal that says, my life matters. I like that. You may not. It's okay. And it's not saying that anybody else's life doesn't matter. I heard uh, Dr. Eric Mason say this. I'm going to use this analogy. You know, they do, uh, if you ever watch TV, eventually you'll see the commercials for the, um, the dogs that need to be adopted. And, like, they got the sad music playing, the dog freezing out in the snow, you know, dogs that have been abused and not making fun of any of that. But, I mean, like, they pour it on thick. And, like, by the end of it, you're like, <laughs> you're snobbing like, I, I, need, I, I need to go adopt a dog. But you know what? Nobody ever says, man, while they're watching that commercial, nobody ever says, man, what about all the the whales in the sea that that are being that are being hunted or 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 the the tigers and the lions that's being hunted for sport and hung and mounted on, on walls nobody no, man all all animal lives matter nobody has that thought when they're seeing a humane society commercial for adopting dogs because we all understand they're not Excluding anybody else, right now, their magnifying glass is on dogs because that is their attention. I mean, that's that's what they want you to see. They want you to see there is an issue with dogs not being adopted. There is an issue with dogs being mistreated. There is an issue with whatever that they are wanting you to become informed about. Same goes with me when I say a black individual's life matters. Am I saying white lives don't matter? No, I'm not saying that. Am I saying Hispanic lives don't matter? Nope. Chinese, Japanese, any Asian? Nope, not saying that. I'm saying just like white people matter, just like Asian people matter, just like Hispanic people matter, just like Native American people matter, just like any person with oxygen in their body matters. So does a black person. Better yet, if they were created by God, then they matter. It's that simple. It's that simple. Thank you so much for tuning in to True North. We hope you'll join us again next time.